Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series. I'm Jeff Johnson. Today's podcast goes a little technical, covering Windows Server 2008, or what has been codenamed Longhorn. Windows Server 2008 is a new server operating system that can provide customers with a host of new features. But the word upgrade is pretty scary to most IT managers. So listen to the Dell expert, Matthew Paul, who manages our Windows Server Engineering. Welcome, Matthew. First of all, what is Longhorn, or Windows Server 2008? Windows Server 2008 is the next operating system that is going to be released by Microsoft that will run on our Dell Powered servers. Microsoft has put in several years of investigation and development along with Dell to uh, ensure that this operating system is more secure and uh, better able to run on our platforms. They've redesigned the operating system to be component-based, so each of the components that make up the operating system has separate development teams, bringing those components together, allowing for a really solid code base. Microsoft redesigned the way they developed the operating system, so instead of having key groups do large chunks of code, they broke it out into components. One component would be doing working on the networking stack, another component would be doing display, another component would be doing net iSCSI, and all these things are broken up into components. And then they come together to create a common code base. Prior, it was huge chunks of things. So then when things break or problems happen or when code bases need to be patched, you just have to patch that specific component. A lot easier to write a patch or a fix to that particular component versus trying to write large patches to address the entire operating system. You mentioned some of the new components. Can you speak to some of the new features that we could see with Longhorn that are different from Windows 2003? There are several new features in the operating system that we're really excited about. Among them are Server Core, and Server Core is an instance of installation that the operating system supports. Essentially what it is is a GUI-less version of the operating system. So we have Enterprise Edition and Standard Edition and Data Center Edition, and you can install those in two mechanisms. You can install it as a full GUI version, which has all the interfaces and all the appropriate things that would consist of a full operating system, or you can install that as a core edition. And the core edition essentially runs just several key roles like DNS or DHCP or Active Directory. And what it essentially is is a reduced footprint operating system that allows for less attack space for security breaches. So if you install core and a DHCP server, the amount of space that environment takes up is about a quarter of what a full OS would have to take up. And so essentially security advances and the ability to patch only the features that you're running in core are the good features about using Windows Server Core. Another feature would be cluster failover. Clustering has been a feature in the operating system over the last release or two, but Microsoft has increased the ability to make clustering more user-friendly. So in the past, what we've had to do is bring in experts to come in and set up your clusters, and you'd have to get separate certification to allow for clusters to be supported by Microsoft. In Longhorn or in Windows Server 2008, Microsoft actually included wizards and test suites to allow you to configure your own cluster, and they test the cluster connections in three different areas. They test the operating system, the connecting mechanism, and the storage backend. 
all to ensure that the cluster server, the cluster environment is valid. A third feature that is uh, new to this offering is uh, BitLocker. And BitLocker is a full-volume encryption technology that the OS includes. Essentially, this is all about data protection. And customers can use the trusted platform module that will be coming on our 11-generation boxes along with BitLocker to ensure that your data is uh, held securely on your platform and in your operating system. Another feature would be just general security. Microsoft made a really strong push to ensure that this operating system is much more secure than Windows 2003. A big starting point would be the idea that in Windows Server 2003, all of the OS bits were installed and left on the box whether or not you were using them. So if someone wrote a bug or had some malware, they could attack bits that are on your operating system that you're not even using. What Microsoft did this time around is they only install and configure the pieces of code that are required to run your role or your offering that you wanted to present. So if you install just a file server and there was a bug out there that attacked web servers, it would not affect your platform since the OS doesn't actually have any of those bits on the box. Another advance in their security is around how they install things and how they install those components. So in the past, what would happen is you would install a component or a feature, and then you'd have to come in after the fact, run some additional scripts to make sure that that installation and those instances was secure. This time around, when the operating system goes in and the component is added, it starts off being secure, and you can open ports and open things if you need to going forward. Finally, with security... Microsoft has introduced this as a common code-based language. So essentially, the core OS is language agnostic. What that means is when a hotfix is released or when a service pack is released, we no longer have to have language-specific offerings. So customers can apply that patch in their entire infrastructure being language agnostic. So if they had multiple regions that they were supporting in Europe, multiple languages they were supporting, they could actually deploy a Unicode patch to fix all their environments, not having to patch up multiple languages. Virtualization is another key role here, or a key feature coming up with Windows Server 2008. While the full version of the virtualization server is not going to be included, there will be a beta build included in the builds at RTM. This beta build will allow you to do essentially test all your virtual environments, your virtualization, to ensure that it works well. Uh, Dell is working diligently, creating new platforms, adding new requirements to platforms to ensure that as virtualization takes hold, we'll have uh, product offerings in that space. So as you can see, there are several new features in the operating system that we're excited about. There are over 17 roles that you can configure and, and install with Windows Server 2008. For more information about uh, these new features and additional new features in the operating system, refer to the URL at the end of the podcast. I know Dell is highly engaged in the launch of new Microsoft operating systems. Obviously, someone could buy this directly from Microsoft. Why should they get it from Dell? Let me speak about the general missions and goals of uh, Windows engineering. Basically, we work diligently to ensure the seamless integration and interoperability of the operating system, the new operating system coming out, our Dell server platforms, the existing plus the new X generation platforms, and our open managed building blocks. A few of the key areas that we really try to concentrate on Working with Microsoft to ensure that the experience and the customer experience goes really well on our platforms with the new operating system. 
We also drive changes into that operating system if we feel like the customer experience could be better. The other key thing that we do is we drive factory standardization into our process. So we take the code base and we work with Microsoft to ensure that what they provide to us and the feedback we give to them, including the tools and the infrastructure, the imaging tools, all work well within our factory environment. We've updated our factory environment to be able to sell the product. We're using WinPE in our factory, and all of the tools that the operating system requires in order to deploy are also being used in our factory. Dell OS Engineering has been working with uh, Microsoft for over two years on Windows Longhorn, Windows Server 2008. We have done development, testing, debugging, project management, starting from day one. We have resources in ADC or in Austin. We have resources in India, and also we have on-site resources in uh, Redmond that work directly with the Microsoft guys. There are multiple areas where development, testing, and engagement intersect. We use all these different areas and work with customers to ensure that the new operating system works well with our hardware. In all different phases of development, starting from the early engagement to when we actually release the product to the customer, we work with internal partners, we work with internal IT groups, we work with our open manage organization, Dell Professional Services, IHVs, all driving towards the common goal of ensuring that the product is very stable and it's been tested extensively on our platforms and that we're positive that it will be a great customer experience for the Dell customers who buy the product. Dell does extensive testing and validation of the operating system. We have multiple phases that we test all around usually milestone releases of the operating system. Our first type of testing is unit test, and basically we've been unit testing this product since the first time we got a private build uh, over two years ago. Essentially, unit test concentrates on low-level verification, the core functionality that Microsoft has said should be in that beta build, and code coverage. So we can do code coverage tests related to our OM products, our internal open managed suite, and also code coverage tests that Microsoft lay out for us for key things that they want us to check as well. This is a reiterative process that starts from the first private build. Our next type of testing is called product test. And product test is about a nine-week duration that happens every major milestone. So at beta 2, at beta 3, at RC, and at RTM. Product test concentrates on feature and function testing, in addition to robust driver interaction testing. This is the point where we take a look at the code. The product should be pretty close to feature complete. So at beta 3, Longhorn was feature complete. So we're able to actually test the gamut of features, functions, and uh, Dell interoperability. Also in product tests, we take a look at where the hardware touch points are, where our hardware interacts with the software. There are several new features that Microsoft released in the hardware that require BIOS changes to ensure that the feature functions correctly. Among those are TPM for BitLocker, which we talked about earlier. In addition to that, our Windows hardware error architecture is code that we've had to add to the BIOS. In addition to that, we've added OEM activation, which is a mechanism by which if the operating system is purchased from Dell in the factory load, we will automatically activate the box for you so customers don't have to go to Microsoft to activate manually. So those are the type of features that we test and things we test in product test. The third and final type of testing that we work on is called system test. System test is about 10 weeks in length, and it also is iterative at each major milestone. 
A system test really is where we do customer-based testing. So we test entire solutions. We test interoperability and scalability, and we stress and load test these boxes. So we'll set up a system with Longhorn or with Windows 2008 with an exchange server with clients and see how all that stuff works together. We're testing network performance. We're testing things that actually affect our customers' lives day to day. As those tests go through, those are the things that we can drive really hard back into Microsoft if bugs are found. If we say this is a customer experience issue, this particular bug happens when under this stress load, it can be repeated very easily, and uh, the code fixes flow in pretty easily at that point. So moving kind of from our testing scenario into our issue triaging and bug reporting, as you can imagine, all this testing is going to generate tons of bugs, lots of issues, lots of clarification being required. We have a great relationship back into Microsoft from development to testing to project management, all the way up to executives talking on the phone on a regular basis. So we have a system in place in India and in here in the U.S. by which we triage all these issues. These issues are characterized in uh, subject matter expert areas. We have people on teams in Austin and in Bangalore that have expertise in these areas. They work and drive those issues to closure back in with Microsoft. So essentially, as these issues are triaged, we're able to repro them here locally or repro them in India, drive those back into Microsoft. We have our on-site guys at Microsoft who work directly with those issues that we've provided to them, and then they have direct access to the Microsoft bug database. So after that issue's been reproed and we know it's a solid issue, we can then put it directly in the Microsoft bug database to ensure it gets its proper traction. The additional thing that having the guys on site do is it provides legitimacy because we're filtering a lot of stuff, a lot of noise, a lot of duplicates before it gets to Microsoft. So by the time the issues get to Microsoft, they understand they're serious, they understand they need to be addressed, and our traction rate is really, really good. To follow up on that, if there's a query that needs to happen in terms of information, the same guys on site at Microsoft have knowledge of all the project managers and the dev teams, so the queries can be answered by those guys as well. So if we have a question about how a feature works or if we feel like is it a bug or is it working as designed, we can send those queries off, get that information back pretty quickly and allow us to determine whether or not it's something we need to push for a fix or something we can indicate working as designed. In terms of the issue triaging and bug issues, that's kind of how we work with Microsoft. Internally, we do the same kind of things locally in terms of our platforms, our new platforms, our sustaining platforms, internal developed software, our open manage suite, and our BIOS. So all the interaction with all these groups and all the great interaction with our extended teams is what allowing us to drive towards a launch that is aggressive and paired pretty closely to when Microsoft's releasing the product. Finally, Microsoft and Dale have a very strong partnership. From test collaboration to engineering to executive interlocks, we all work together driving to make sure that the customer has the best experience with Windows 2008 and with our platforms. I know that Dell has PowerEdge as their server line. Which PowerEdge server platforms will be supported for Windows Server 2008? With 8.9G, we've done a great job of getting all our native driver support with inside Longhorn, Windows Server 2008. The only drivers that we were unable to get support for were the PERC 3 DCQC, DRAC 3, PERC 2S, and currently the PERC 6 channel is not supported in the beta versions, but will have full support in the RTM version of Windows Server 2008. 
We're really excited that we were able to get 95% of the native drivers for our PowerEdge servers inside the Windows Server 2008 builds. Please refer to our documentation on our website for a complete list of what's included and what's not. Management is obviously a big piece of the server life cycle. Can you speak to what versions of OpenManage will support Longhorn? The currently supported OpenManage suite 5.2 is Longhorn enabled or Windows Server 2008 enabled. What that means is it's not fully supported, but there are some key features that have been enabled to allow our early adoption adopters to experiment and test with their Longhorn Windows Server 2008 operating system. Some of the open managed components that we do have enablement on are server update utility, SUU, the instrumentation services, open managed server assistant, open managed storage services, the OMI, or Open Manage Installer, the BMU, DRAC 4, Dell Remote Access Controller version 4. Inside the DRAC 4, there is a, a limitation. No virtual media will be supported until the future release of Open Manage. DKVM, that's the remote console that allows you to manage your blades. The components that are not enabled for the 5.2 release of OpenManage are DDK, ITA Assistant 8.01, PowerEdge Diags, and DRAC3. How about elaborating on device support? We have worked diligently with Microsoft to get the majority of our device drivers inside the native builds of the operating system. Please refer to our website for future updates to NIC drivers, video drivers, storage drivers as we get closer to RTM of the operating system. Just to summarize, could you tell us briefly why customers should consider upgrading to Longhorn or Windows Server 2008? So as you can see, there are lots of great reasons to upgrade to Windows Server 2008. We take a look at the more control that this new operating system allows with better administration. We take a look at the flexibility that the new operating system brings with being able to have virtualization and things of that nature. And finally, all the security advances and ways to make your environment more secure all have great impact on why upgrading to Windows Server 2008 is a great thing. Finally, uh, if you take a look at www.dell.com slash longhorn, we have great information on there. There will be updates consistently on there around drivers and different sites coming online. In addition, if there's questions or things you want to know about the operating system, we have a link to our discussion board there as well as our Tech Center wiki site. Matt, this is certainly a lot of great information. I think most people don't know how deeply Dell engineers these kinds of solutions. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having us. We're glad to be here to help out. And if our listeners are interested in learning more about Windows Server 2008, please go to www.dell.com slash longhorn. And join us again for the next edition of Data Center of the Future podcast series. (laughs) 